You're listening to Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more information about Call to Learn, visit calledtolearn.com. That's calledtolearn.com. Thank you for listening. Hi, welcome to Gospel Theory, where we are finding the truth of Jesus Christ in amongst all the rumors, the myths, and those incorrect definitions. Today, we are going to kill hope. Ready? Oh, Get out your not, guns. Whoa, hold slow down. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. What about rumors and incorrect definitions? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, killing hope. That is probably one of the biggest problems in today's world. Absolutely. Is that there is no hope, right? What is hope? Let's talk about that. What is your hope to you? Uh, Hope means being, having something that you can look forward to. Something that, the reason you do something, the why. Um, That's kind of how I feel. Okay. Okay. So I watch a TV show. It's probably not a celestial quality TV show. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but it's a TV show. And there is, in amongst that is, um, that so a computer is being run, is running the world. Okay. Okay. And as the computer is running the world, another computer is trying to take over this computer. And there's some humans trying to get involved. And, and they liken it to Pandora's box. And so this evil computer is taking over everything. And so to, in order to survive, this little computer that's trying to do things that are good and nice and righteous, yeah. right, um, has to survive. And so they go and do some crazy technology stuff and, and hide their identities amongst these seven people. Okay. So now these seven people are living in amongst everybody else, but nobody knows that they're trying to do what's right. And everybody else is oblivious to what's going on. And, okay. Right, right. All right. So, and the, the, the small computer that's trying to do righteous against this big evil computer says, I want to tell you something. I want to remind you of something. And that's the Pandora's box. Once evil has been let loose, once evil has taken over, once everything came out of Pandora's box, do you remember what was left over? I don't know. I didn't watch the show. No, it's not in the show. It's in the it's in the mythology. Oh, oh, it's Pandora's box. <laughs> Pandora's oh, box. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. They look inside and they see hope. That's the only thing that was left in Pandora's box. After everything was left over, so cool. Yeah, really cool, right? It is so cool. hope is left over. Not that hope is an evil, bad thing, like some interpretations of Pandora's box story, but hope is left over because we have hope. Hope is always there because Christ is always there. Mm-hmm. And without hope, gosh, can you believe, you know, I think of Man's Search for Meaning in consecration camps or Corey Ten Boom yeah. and being in there. And she was it, always had, she didn't have hope at the beginning, but her sister did, right? And they lived in these consecration camps knowing that they were probably going to die, not going to live. Yeah. And yet they still lived with faith in Jesus Christ. They had hope. And even though we live in a very wicked, very horrible things going on in the world and in the government and in, in our neighborhoods, for heaven's sakes, then we still can have hope. And, yeah, I don't know, but 
I guess my question is, is that how, how do we relate that back to Christ? Or how does, how does, it seems to me that hope, we put our faith or hope in people nowadays. How can we put faith and hope in Christ? Oh, there's a good question, Isaac. (laughs) Because I, I see, I think one of our biggest problems in this nation or in the world, quite frankly, is we're not, we're putting our faith in people or things that are not perfect and don't work. Yeah. Yeah, we are. And that's that. And so first off, we need to put our hope in Christ, right? Yeah. And, and so maybe are you asking like steps and ways that we could do that? Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to talk about how Satan kill, uh, kills hope. Okay. And then I want to talk about how we combat that. How do okay. we? How do we, what, what are the steps towards bring, coming to hope or coming? All right, well, let's talk about how to kill hope. Yeah. And then, then we can talk about the opposite of that and how to bring it back to life. Yes. Yeah, okay. So with, um, with hope, with how to kill hope, and that is just even, even just with each other, right? We kill each other's hope. Often, in fact. I can take your hope uh, yeah, away from example. you. Like, well, there's a hundred of them. What if I pass a rumor of you? If I create a rumor about you and I pass it to somebody else, uh-huh. is that killing your hope? Well, it depends on if I have the will to not care. Right, right. Like if you're strong enough not to worry about, but I can kill your hope, right? Yeah, I, I can, can kill yeah. other people's, right? Um, if I can, if I continually say, oh, woe is me. I have this many problems. I had cancer this year and I was in the hospital for six weeks this month. Yeah. This wall during COVID and it's been, right? The other people are like, I'm tired of listening to you complain all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, nobody wants to hear a sob story. No. I don't think anyone does. I, I've realized that it, in any of the stories, it's like uh, the good stories have both good, uh, happy endings. Mo- most good stories have happy endings. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. And, and we strive for that. And if it's not, we'll feel left empty mm-hmm. and broken for sure. Uh, what if we break someone's heart, right? Like I, my, my heart's broken a lot. With I have some friends that are choosing to go against the church or choosing to go against Christ. Yeah, and that breaks my heart. And then do I? Then I start questioning. Like, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know. Maybe this right. And I can see I can just go down that path, right? Yeah, and it bleeds right good. down, right? But instead, I got to switch it and then do what you said. Let's find what how we can have hope in Christ, right? right? Um, other ones is um, hurt someone's reputation, like ruin their reputation, right? How These kinds of things. Man, we do that a lot in this culture. Yeah. Uh, that's this thing called cancel culture. It's like just because we don't agree with what they're saying or what they're doing, we have to cancel everything about them. Yeah. It's pretty discouraging. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So what we need to learn to do is keep the bad and the negative to ourselves don't don't spread them. Don't continue to pass them. But I'm not saying yeah, like no, hold just, on to them until they right. become evil don't and become. Yeah, don't inside, bottle it up. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just like don't don't pass it on. Let the, let it stop give with it you. Give it to Christ for sure. Yeah, give it to Christ. Stop it. Stop it right now. Don't don't dwell on it. Don't keep it to yourself, and don't pass it on. Yeah. Just let it go. Yeah. So Satan has four things that he does to help us to kill hope. He had, he degrades, 
right? There's degrading. It says, well, it's been my experience that, right? You say something, woo, and I'm like, oh, well, it's yeah. been my experience that, and you said something po positive, and I'll say something negative right back. Oh, I mean, people do that all the time, and they do it in a way because they don't. It's almost like they don't want you to succeed because they don't want you to be as miserable as they are. <laughs> they or they do want you to be. Yeah, as they, miserable. they want you yeah. to be as miserable as they are, so mm -hmm. they're not going to acknowledge the fact that there is any hope in this world. Because oh, don't don't give me hope, don't give me hope, because mm -hmm. I'll I'll just get let down again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just sad way to live. Yeah, it sad is. Sad way to live. It is. Um, the second way that Satan does kills hope is distraction. Now let's bring it distraction? like distraction. How would distraction kill hope? Well, think about like all the distractions. We, I need I need to read my scriptures. Oh man, I got to finish that show that I didn't finish last night. Let's finish that instead. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's go. The dishes really need to be done before I read my scriptures. Or maybe I'll just listen to the scriptures. Like, oh, but there's this podcast that I really want to listen. Yeah. <laughs> right? There's a ton it's of distractions. Even that. It's not even just with scriptures. It's just with everything. Like we live in this culture, especially in my generation and below mine. We have this idea that being laziness is almost idolized. Yeah. And it's like this, oh, well, it's it's put up on a pedestal for sure. I just didn't think about it killing hope. Mm. That's really sad. Like, that really makes me not want to do those things for me. It's like, <laughs> Good. I don't Yay. want to kill hope by <laughs> distracting myself from doing righteousness. I didn't think that would kill hope. Yeah. But I guess in a way it does. Yeah, it definitely does. Or what about the times we're sitting in sacrament and the sacrament's being passed and it's still and quiet and there's two people behind you whispering. So I'm guilty. I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, seriously, just stop talking. <laughs> it's like, this is the one time, man. This yeah. is the one time. Yeah, so it drives we me crazy. Talk afterwards. I'll even talk with you. Yeah, one yeah. One time. Just be quiet, be quiet. please. <laughs> or, or, or seriously, like, do we talk, think about Christ and his giving his life for us during the sacrament? Or are we distracted with other thinking? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely distracted a lot of the time. Yeah. Oh, I've got to do this, or I've got to do that, or, oh, my gosh, my kids, I wish my kids would just sit still during sacrament. Right, right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope he doesn't spill the water on him, because then it's going to ruin his time. It's still good to go. It's not worthless not to go still. Oh, no, 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 we're not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying Satan is distracting us even in the most sacred of all covenants in fact i find it fascinating that the i i have thoughts negative thoughts a lot when i am in seminary or in institute or in places of holiness i find it interesting that he is it's kind of like a, a hell mary of satan it's like he knows where you're at like especially just before going into the temple or just before getting into the celestial kingdom he's still there like in the back of my mind saying you know this is wrong you're stupid you're not worthy you're not worthy i don't know how many times satan told me you, when i was doing the seminary program doing this seminary teaching he kept saying you don't belong you don't belong you don't belong you don't belong mm -hmm. trying to distract me mm -hmm. from um, the lesson yeah yes from the thing that good. i knew that was true good definitely yep. kills hope then yep it's interesting choice of words that he told me that Satan told me 
of you don't belong here. And I'm like, I know that's not of Christ. I thought that was the spirit mm. telling me that before. But I remember, because I remember thinking that when I really, I really should, you know, it really felt like I shouldn't have been there because I was deep into pornography. I was deep into these, into these sins and, and, and I was wallowing in them. And then I really felt like I didn't belong. But if I wasn't there at that time, I wouldn't have come back to church. Mm -hmm. Sitting in that institute at UVU it, with that institute teacher, specifically in that scenario, if he would have distracted me from going to class any of those days that I did, I would not have continued. So obviously and Christ would have was there my too. Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, welcome back. Yeah, Good choice. <laughs> this is, I find it sad. And so just never thought, I, it's just definitely an epiphany for me today that the distraction could kill hope. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And the third one is discouragement. Uh, I can remember when I got pregnant for the fifth time, I have eight children. Um, my uh, friend of mine says, I can't believe she's pregnant again to another friend. And I overheard it. Oh, I can't believe she's pregnant again. That's amazing. Right? I was like, oh, and I and I felt like, oh, my goodness. I'm supposed to multiply and replenish the earth, and I want to have these children. And I was loving having being a mother. But, well, by that time. Yeah. I had other times where I didn't like being a mother. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or what about the words, grow up? Right? Or my husband views pornography. Whoa, we're passing around those rumors again, right? Yeah. And we're making bad things. Like I, I, and I got caught up in this too. Like I was a nurse and nurses are famous for talking bad about their husbands. Yeah. So famous. Well, I don't know famous that they're, they just do. And so I got caught up in it. I was talking negative about my husband, negative about my husband. And then I ran it, <clears throat> excuse me. And then I ran into a lady who said, I work with your husband, and boy, does he say everything cool about you. He cannot say anything bad about you. And he just goes on and on and on <laughs> no, about how yeah, wonderful you true. and da-da-da. And I was like, true. I, I felt like I was stabbed in the heart. I mean, all she said was good, but I knew I was bad. I had been doing the wrong thing. Yeah, I had been killing his hope. And he didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had no idea. Or killing your hope in him. Yes. Right? Yes. It's really about you. It really had nothing to do with him. Because no, you, it was my hope in him. Yeah, absolutely. You were killing it because and you were convincing yourself. I did not bad. see him as he saw me. Yeah. I did not see him. So I remember, and for some reason, this day is very vivid in my mind, but we were making paper people. We were just cutting out paper people and okay, stringing yep. them up. And we were pasting them all over the room. And he he says, oh, I can't wait to tell my coworkers about this. They're going to love that you make paper people all over the house. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> And me yeah, and so that's the day. I mean, I didn't leave that day for my, my job, but mentally I left my job that day hmm. because I knew I needed to find a nursing job where that kind of environment was not available to me. So wait, this was, sorry, just to clarify. So when you had your fifth kid, this happened because you weren't working at that time. No, no, no. That My fifth kid was when that lady said, I can't believe oh. she's pregnant again. Oh, okay. So this is when I had my third child. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tennyson was just born. Yeah. So I um, 
I, I quit my mentally. I quit my job that day. I stopped talking about about him, and I stopped hanging out with those nurses as much as I possibly could. And and within a couple months, probably, I had a job working in a nursing home. And with a nursing home, I could be my, my myself a lot more, and not be you know amongst amongst the rumors. And I took a night shift instead of a day shift, and so that helped a lot too. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so I stopped talking so bad about my husband. Now, do I do it still? Yes. I'm not yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember I really try not to because my husband adores me. He just does. Yeah. He adores me. And I want to be like him. I really do and adore him too. So the third one, discouragement. Yep, talking bad about this. And the last one is just to desecrate. Desecrate just means to be in sin, right? To be in the pornography, to be in adultery, to be doing the things that we know that we shouldn't do. So the four are dis degrade each other, Degrading. distractions easily, discouragement, just being discouraging, not telling them to do anything, and then to desecrate. So those four things kill hope bad fast right? well now you know what not to do for sure in this day and mm -hmm. age because especially now we do need the hope yeah we don't need the hope in good times they kind of naturally comes but in bad times and in 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 scary times hope is the most important thing mm -hmm. so you asked the question at the beginning how can we have hope in christ right yeah. and i would say do the exact opposite than this right so instead of degrade uplift uh -huh. instead of distract do you know do the do, things, do the you, things know. you know you do and then instead of discouragement encourage good yeah and then desecrate stay um, out of sin repent yeah just repent yeah so there is a there is a scripture that i absolutely love and it's in alma um i think it's 53 it's in amongst the war chapters okay so okay. there's everybody's fighting and warring and all of these horrible things are coming and they have wars within themselves as well as wars outside themselves and it's just of this terrible time and right there in the middle of all that moroni inserts never was there a happier people among all of the children of nephi ah, could that be <laughs> Exactly. Why, amongst all these horrible things happening, could there be a happier people? Were they filled with hope? Must have. Must yeah. have been. See, hope is an internal thing, right? Hope is an internal thing, and we can live amongst hope with ourselves, with others too. But it's internal, it's personal first, and then it's family, and then it's a community or with a ward or something. And if we can build that hope up with each other, we can be happy amongst these horrible things that are happening in the world. That's interesting because I have felt this way. Me and my wife have been going through a lot of changes, and she specifically has starting to is really starting to cure her depression at this point now. And is really getting to a new and happier place in 2020. When everything else is horrible I've happening. I've never <laughs> been so happy. I think when you think of that, it's like, how could that be? And I'm like, hello, that's my life. I'm not <laughs> seeing that. I've never been happier, even though the world around me is because I see hope in my wife. I see hope in our lives. And I see hope in our personal lives. Hope is everywhere. Hope is abundant gratitude is abundant but in the outside world it's fascinating to me when i'm talking to other people they feel so discouraged they feel without hope um 
So that I hope that gives you hope that you can be hopeful too by doing the exact opposite of uplifting, making sure you're doing the right things that God's wanting, listening to those promptings, encouraging people, and uh, not living in sin, repenting of the sin. Those are the things that can really get us out of of hopelessness. And obviously, if we have hope, then we can then we can change. Yes. And that's the whole thing, right? Hope is where we start. And if we don't have hope, then that's what we got. We got to have hope. Yeah. And, and Jesus Christ says, how to get hope is to first have faith in me. And when we have faith, because hope comes second, right? Faith in Jesus Christ first, that's the foundation. And then have hope and you'll have abundance amount of hope. So much hope that you'll want to have charity for all men. Faith, hope, and charity. No matter the evil decisions of the people around us. Mm -hmm. So never give up your belief in God. So when people leave the church, if they they leave the church, I don't care. Whatever. If they (laughs) leave God, I care. That's where I care. I'm like, you cannot not believe in God. (laughs) Because God is the foundation of everything. Don't take away your foundation too. Don't take away your own hope. Yeah. By 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 just being, don't take away your own hope by by putting down God or putting Him aside. Yeah, because it'll do the exact opposite. It'll mm-hmm. kill your hope. It'll take your hope away, and you will not longer have hope. And so, please, if you're struggling with your faith, if you're having a crisis of faith, plant that seed of faith, plant that seed of of hope in your heart, and it will grow, and so will your faith grow. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, watching and listening to this podcast. If you liked it, please give us a five-star rating and a written review. That really helps with the algorithm so that more people can find hope through this podcast, hopefully. (laughs) And uh, be sure to share this with your friends as well. But uh, other than that, thank you guys so much. We'll see you on the next podcast. I loved how you used the word hopefully. Hopefully, yes. (laughs) All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. This has been Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more podcasts like this, visit our website at calledtolearn.com forward slash podcast.